in the homes we have in Birmingham, different dynamics, different layouts, but it goes back to value. To a degree, ranchers have really high value in this town. It's different from somebody that is going to go live in their forever home. To them, that inspection report is terrifying because there's so many things in red. Welcome to the Cashflow Bros. My name's Todd. My name's Rob. And my name's Jordan. You sure? <laughs> He sounded hesitant. Was it a question mark after the after the Jordan? <laughs> My name's Jordan. I don't know. Who's got the teleprompter? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, uh, it's been a, been a great week. Uh, it has been cold, freezing, freezing, and we want to talk about. So you had a property for a buyer under contract. Yeah, and that that cold snap that kind of came through and it's kind of still here yeah uh affected it talk i was really curious about that one it's so it's kind of it's strange it's something that i've never dealt with and i've sold uh probably since i started a few years ago almost a couple hundred homes at this point you'd think you come across it at least once but i guess we just don't get cold that cold no. enough and what happened is it was, it's a hedge fund that's selling the property and Sometimes they'll turn the power and the water off, and sometimes they won't. Yeah. But on this one, they turned the power off and not the water. So when we went to go have it inspected after we got it under contract, the um, gas company guy, the guy that was coming to turn it on, called me and said, hey, man, I don't know if you know this, but there's water rushing through the bottom of your house. And I was like, thank God it's not my house, first off. Let's start there. <laughs> but, but I don't like the word rushing. Yeah, but I don't like – I asked him. I, I prefer dripping. <laughs> yeah, I, I specifically said, I was like, what do you mean rushing? And he was like, it's literally pouring out of the bottom of your house. And I was like, like a, a creek size or like a couple glasses of water size wasn't good. Wow. Mm. So they had to, I had to call the, the listing agent let him know that because, first off, he needs to go turn the, the water off because it's just flowing everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, so they did that. And, you know, the hedge fund's not going to fix the plumbing before we get it inspected. They're just going to sell it. As it is, just it, yeah. it is what it is. Can we reduce the price and make it work? And I, you know, we're trying to make that happen, but the the inspector is not going to turn the water back on to go look at the pipes for him. So he has no idea what pipes have burst where. Um, you know, we're trying to get a plumber out there to go see if they can check it out. But I'm as I'm sure y'all are probably aware, they're not the only people that have had their pipes bust. So plumbers are they're not a dime a dozen anymore. They're yeah, in hot demand right now. Literally. Well, and what what probably happened was that that property didn't have power and also didn't have the gas on. Nothing was Nothing. so that there, the house was frozen. Frozen. You know, like when we hit these lower temps, if HVAC's going and you got heat, yeah, cruising, then you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, maybe drip your pipes, um, but these vacants that literally have nothing heating them up, it's the pipes are going to freeze. Apparently, the front door time. was open as well. That's Which, never a good oh, sign. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't like it was broken in, but it seemed like whoever went there last didn't close the door fully, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. just so windy that it blew it open. So, yeah. you know, five degree weather blowing through the house with no heat on. Yeah, good. Mm. It's an interesting point that you make about like plumbers being in demand, and I think about like you know recently the storms came through Homewood, and actually it was verified. It wasn't like high high crazy tornado but there was a tornado that went mm -hmm. through homewood and touched down a little bit um some people got <clears throat> excuse me their houses got really destroyed mm -hmm. and so it's like in the middle of like actually a dead season for tree service companies 
you have a window of like two or three weeks where they're just like super like you wouldn't want to get a a, a tree quote to cut something no. that didn't have to be cut down that yeah. week. No, unless it was on your house. you a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing's true is like with plumbers, they're for the next few weeks are probably patching up the issues that were created by these cold snaps. Yep. And it's just not it's a great time. But that happens, you know, when any natural disaster yeah. kind of rolls through, it's like timing your quotes on activities that don't have to happen. Yeah. Um, HVAC, you need steep. to check it before the first temperatures reach 90 degrees. Because they're going to get hammered. Because they're about to get hammered whenever it comes after that. Same oh, with yeah. the cold snap. You need to have your heat checked. Make sure you got enough Freon in there to, to work it before it drops down to 8 yeah. degrees, 10 he degrees. He uses Freon? You know, I didn't know that, but electric heat pumps do. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. That's what was wrong with that mini split. The Freon was low. So if yeah. you're, yeah, so if you're Freon, you think check your Freon for the winter. Too. If you've if if you got low, an electric, if, if, it's a light, if it's a heat pump. If it's a heat pump, which yeah. a lot of them, them Which are, a lot are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did not know that. You learn something new every day. I definitely lost a fair amount of sleep last night from, I have three vacant properties right now that I was... A little worried about, um, yeah. you know, just with the uh, cold weather and the pipes. And so lost a little bit of sleep Yeah, last week. Hopefully we're done with that uh, that yeah. weather cycle. Was I, the power on at least though? And like yeah. HVAC was running? Power was on, HVAC was running. Um, yeah. I, I was able to go over and get the pipes dripping at two of them before okay. it got bad. Yeah. Or get the uh, water dripping. With the vacant ones, I was asking Blake and them because I have a vacant one also. I was like, what do you guys do when you see this weather coming? Because I don't know exactly how many properties they manage or for any property manager, but there's got to be a plan in place. Even if you got 500 units at any given time, you know, you could have 50 of them vacant yeah. and yeah. something like this is coming. It's hard if you've only got two or three guys to go around and turn the water off at everything. Yeah. But he says like, hey, we're out at these properties checking them anyways pretty often. Yeah. So we just make sure we leave the water dripping. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like it's a better idea to go ahead and turn the water off at the road and then yeah, let yeah. the water flow out so you don't have anything to worry about yeah. at all. I would, I would agree with that. So Jordan, I think it's interesting because you, you flip properties, you've got you know, obviously you're having these, all these experiences with different dynamics. How does that helping you like inform your buying experiences? Cause I feel like you've done so many deals yeah, that you know how a house works, that's, you know what to look for. That's part of it. I think that, you know, having the experience of knowing to, you know, I had to go turn the water off at the flip house cause my guys weren't there. They're not working when it's eight degrees, having the knowledge and it's, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that have no idea what, they probably don't even know where their water line is at the front of their property. Right. You know, of how to turn it off. And something even that small last week can change, can cost you $10,000 depending oh, yeah. on what you yeah. got going on. And being able to understand how the house works, how the systems work that go into it helps yeah. me when I go look at properties for anybody, even if it's on the listing side. Understanding, walking through, hey, I'd like to help you list your property, walk through. Okay, you need to probably that leaky pipe on your your bathtub. It's a it's a if you want to pay somebody to do it, it's a $150 fix. Let's get it fixed. Let's before. get it fixed now so it's mm-hmm. not dripping as people walk through your house to look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like putting batteries in your smoke detectors. Simple, you got yeah. one beep beep beep, <laughs> yeah. you know? Look, People it's a 9 volt battery. I'll go buy it for you. I'll put it in for you, but you if you're going to list this house 
let's say it's a really nice house, you cannot have that beeping. Yeah, that's no. the first thing people notice. In my opinion, maybe it's just me that oh, notices yeah. it, but it's definitely subconsciously noticed yeah. for sure. All the little things like that. Yeah, we're about to list our house, and there's a like a grease spot on the driveway, mm. like an oil mm-hmm. stain or something. Yep. And it was uh, like a little more than a hundred bucks to pressure wash everything. And they said they could get rid of that stain with like a commercial degreaser. Yeah. And I, I was like, I don't know if we should do that. But Amy was like, you have to do it. There's yeah. like, look that's around the you. first thing I would do. Cause when you look at the house, like you see a spot, it, your eye gets drawn to that <laughs> yep. and it's, it's dark. And she was like, it's going to be, it's not going to be gone, but it'll be diminished way diminished. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so those, and it's a lot of little things like that, that some of the little things don't matter that much, but some of them yeah. really do. Yeah. Like soffit or fascia, you yeah. know, being a little bit rotted or kind of having yep. some small defects to it. Not a huge deal. First yeah. off, it's just a one by four. It's easy to fix yeah. or one by six. It's easy to fix, but people aren't really going to notice it. No. Unless it's like falling off of the house. Yeah. But they're going to notice that stain. But they're going <laughs> to notice that stain. They no notice that stain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're just doing all the exterior. We're, we're getting a house wash. We did the bushes um, and the beds and all those little things, the curb appeal type stuff. Yeah, that really help. Really helps, yeah. It's crazy because it's honestly not even the most expensive no. things that make the house uh, sellable, no, I guess, if that's really the word we want to use. And I think, too, like when, you know, I look at another step of the buying and selling process is the inspection report. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those inspectors go in and they they type up this report and it looks really, really scary. And because of my knowledge of flipping houses and, and kind of working with these things, I can walk a buyer seller through these inspection reports and negotiate those um, a lot more effectively because I actually know what these inspection reports are saying yeah. yeah um and and which which items are actually not a big deal like hey you can get someone to do that afterwards let's not ask for 50 things but we're gonna ask for the two things that are expensive and we want done mm-hmm. right the way before we yeah. actually move forward on this property mm-hmm. and so i think yeah knowledge of how a house works makes me a better agent to effectively you know, help people buy and sell a house that ultimately they're going to live in um, long term. I think the big deal is for us, too, is is just doing so many deals, you know, since we started this thing, that it's different from somebody that is going to go live in their forever home. Yeah. Right. You know, to them, that inspection report is terrifying, you know, because there's so many things in red, which... There, anybody listening, if you find an inspection report that has nothing red in it, you need a new inspector. <laughs> they That's need their to, job. They need to find something. Even if it's small, they need to find something. But I go to, I'm trying to say, if it's your forever home, those things are terrifying. Yeah. And it will cause people to just walk away when it might cost you four or $500 to, to fix something that looks absolutely terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. So, funny story. Uh, well, maybe it's not that funny. But <laughs> I like set That's, myself yeah. up for yeah, super high expectations now. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got an email from my one of my property managers. Tenant recently moved in. I think they've been there a month, and they have requested that a puppy stays mm-hmm. with them. 
and they were asking and requested, I'm requested like, or they just did it. <laughs> well, they just basically got a dog and then I don't know somewhere in the, the scheme of things I got a picture of a dog and a request that that would be okay. Mm. And it was like a hard pass. I was like and so now I have to go to that property. I'm going to let the property manager know and say I'll be by in a week to verify that that dog is not on site. Um, so I'm sure that they have mm. them taking care of them. Maybe they found them somewhere, a friend, and now they've been informed that that's not longer. <laughs> but, I mean, animals, man, it's like that wasn't in the agreement on the front end. There's no way I'm doing a pet fee and letting you have a dog in that property. So yeah. on my low-end stuff, I don't do I do not do animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, even on the high end stuff, it's it's debatable whether I want that. Cats are out. No way, cats. Maybe a dog, because I'm a dog small person. Dog. Maybe I, a small I, dog. Even if it's a little bit bigger, just because. I mean, it could be a crazy dog, but uh, I, I think that if you can charge enough to make it worth it, people will appreciate that. Yeah. So one time, one time I rented a house, and this was one that I is one of the last ones that I rented myself because I ended up transitioning it to the property manager. But when I rented to this guy, he's had um, three ferrets. Mm. And oh. he wanted to have the you know the ferrets move in with him. And he said they're, uh, what do they call those, like uh, service animals? A ferret? Yeah, he said it was an emotional support. Yeah, emotional support. Animal, animal for him. Yeah. All three of them, I guess, were. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's fine, but I have to charge you three pet fees for these ferrets. I don't know anything about like how much damage they can do or anything about ferrets, but right. my pet fee was uh, 250 bucks or something. So I was like, so I've got to charge you $750 to mm. bring these. Right. And, um, and he paid it. And I don't think we ever had any issues with the ferrets. You didn't have a ferret infestation after he left? No. <laughs> no, I think we're I think we're ferrets fine. are pretty chill. I've I don't heard they're mean. They're, oh, really? I mean, I've heard. I'm not a ferret expert. I'm not YouTube yeah. ferret, you <laughs> know, behavioral habits, like, but. I don't know anything about these yeah. ferrets, but. Yeah. I guess it's okay. It's probably better than like a cat or it's a dog. Anything is better than a cat. Yeah. Cats are a nightmare. I felt like I came out on top. when. Like, oh, 100%. You didn't do much damage. Do yeah. you charge for if you do a pet? Do you charge a monthly on top of the front end non non refundable? Well, I don't. You know, our property manager doesn't. I think you should. I think appropriate compensation for the damage they're going to do. You should. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do a upfront. It's usually about two fifty, and then I do a monthly, and usually it's about forty to fifty bucks on yeah. a monthly. Yeah, you should. Bigger apartments do. Yeah. If 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 they're not willing to pay that, then they're probably not good pet they're probably owners. Not animal lovers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. They're probably not a good owner of because it's like either your dog or your cat or whatever it is. Not cats, but if your dog or whatever the animal you have is really worth, you know, you love them and you take care of them like you're supposed to. Forty dollars a month, like okay. Yeah. yeah, I want to live here. This has a good yard. Like, I'm willing to do that. That's right. not a problem. Yeah. Exactly. Pets and pets and uh, properties. I. It's funny because when I when you search for it, you're like, I need advice about it. And like bigger pockets, it's like lit up, and it's like people just think very differently. It's yeah. very because some people are like, it's actually a really great way to bump the rent up and yeah, get yeah. extra revenue, and like, and there are good pet owners out there who that is their baby, basically, right. 
and they they treat them very well and there's great animals out there um but on the flip side you know you could have a dog who the owner is gone all all day because they're working Mm -hmm. they don't walk them right and so literally they're just pent up and anxious and then they tear up your house because of that so yeah i'm just tough i'm kind of curious todd and rob on on y'all's opinion when we were talking about inspection reports earlier we've seen hundreds of inspection reports if not thousands yeah we've bought we bought and sold hundreds which means those all had inspection reports but there's a lot that we got under contract that never made it past inspection what is the scariest thing that is actually a nothing that you've seen an inspector pull up golly that's a great question oh yeah that is good it's definitely something homeowners would see and be like oh we're walking away from this when in reality you could go out there in 20 minutes or something I wouldn't say it's the scariest thing, but what gets nabbed and looks nasty and feels like a big project is wood rot. Mm. Um, oftentimes in siding, um, you the got fascia. the fascia yeah. around doors. A lot of these things are just cut it out, yeah, yeah, patch it, mm-hmm. um, and paint back over it. Yeah, like it's not like the whole house is falling apart. It's just a section of of you know area now i will say there typically is a reason why there is wood rot there so it could be a faulty gutter which is a lot of time for fascia yeah Mm -hmm. properly like sloped or like around doorways a lot of times you'll see that you know it's it's kind of pooling water you know and maybe it's the slant of the thing so the fix for making it not happen again could be an, an additional step yeah but the actual replacement of a little bit of siding or different things is usually like super easy. And yeah. it, but it looks like, oh my gosh, this house is falling apart. It's, it's got wood rot in mm-hmm. five places. Mm-hmm. They make those door jams and stuff look so much like one piece. Yeah. You don't yeah. realize that it's a little bitty stick right here that you can just pop off. And then it's a one by six that you can pop off. And then your door jam behind it. Yep. It's, it's a lot of stuff that's actually makes it look like one piece, but it's very easy to cut out sections of it oh yeah same with facial what about you i'm gonna say probably like gfci breakers or gfci uh outlets, outlets. Yeah, yeah yeah where they you don't have them where they should be because you'll get some language like could cause electrocution yeah or could like, cause well, a fire I mean, they all could <laughs> yeah you know could cause a fire electrocution yeah. hazard but like it's eight dollars for one of those things you can probably install it yourself or yeah. someone can do it for you for very 50 cheap. bucks installed. Yeah. And uh, it's really not a big deal, but the language that gets put on the report. It's crazy. And how long How long has GFCI been around? You know, you go look at these houses from the 60s, there's no GFCI. No. It's every man for himself out here. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? But it does sound terrifying. That's funny. Yeah. I kind of thought y'all would say something else, and I thought you were going to take mine, but. Uh, He's like, I really just set up this question to yeah, answer my own that, question. I definitely set it up to answer my own <laughs> oh, question. Uh, and I'm glad y'all didn't take it because I was yeah. worried about it. One thing that I see all the, all the time, especially on the investment properties we do, is the plastic under the house. Oh, where, yeah. Where it's just it's just uh, uh, dirt, dirt floor barrier. under there, the vapor barrier. And, they, you know, you got to have a six mil vapor barrier. And, and it just sounds so terrifying. And the pictures look terrible because it's a dirt floor. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if you, it looks like it's supposed to have something there, yeah. But you go to Home Depot, and those vapor barriers are like twenty dollars for yeah. for for a forty foot section. You can literally go under there yourself and just whoop, roll it out. Yep. Yeah. Go and get your hands dirty. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. I would rather do that than touch the GFCI breaker. Yeah, that's that true. Let, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's a lot less chance of... Yeah, I'm not touching the GFCI breakers. <laughs> so offline, we were talking about it. Huey Town Flips progressing. Yes. And some of the the people that actually people working in it were like why are you having to go through this the way we have it arranged currently you're going to have to go through one of two bedrooms to get to the laundry room it's kind of tucked back huge controversy on instagram it was because I, 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 I don't know why i was did it i don't know why either i feel good about the decision we're making but i posted on instagram i said would you rather so we had a plan we redid the four plan to, to show that basically the the laundry would be right off of the kitchen um, slash dining room and kind of have louver doors and just kind of, it wouldn't be a room, it'd just be a closet that you have, which is typical, that, that happens a lot. Or it basically would be in this back room that would be adjacent to the um, primary uh, walk-in closet and a bedroom. So you'd have a doorway to, to both of those. And I think that's the win, uh, but it was surprising. 46% said to do it in the dining room slash uh, kitchen area. Is that just because that's what they're used to seeing, you think? Or? So the way, I don't the, know. But the majority was put it. The majority was I put mean, it. I mean, 52%, so not that much yeah, higher. Yeah, Could have yeah, been yeah. one vote, yeah. depending on how many you yeah. yeah. The majority was to put it, put it in the back, but back yeah. area so people were really split on this they were very yeah. split and i was i was assuming that it, it would be bigger like 20 75 yeah and so it's just it's interesting because your perspective on a house versus someone else's perspective like you just kind of never know like to a degree I, I'm surprised when I saw those results. I was like, yeah. there's a couple serial killers out there <laughs> for sure. I disagree with them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought that was an interesting thing. But, I mean, I'm going to do more of that because it, it is kind of this perspective of, like, what what do people want? And when they're walking your flip or they're walking a property, like, everybody has kind of different lifestyle choices that mm-hmm. houses provide. Right. And, you know, I can see for some people, they maybe had a laundry in the back room and it was annoying to them. And for yeah. whatever reason, That's they true. always had to walk through or whatever. So, um, so we got to make a call. <laughs> I think we're going <laughs> to keep you know it. Which call to make. I think yeah. we're going to keep it in the back area. Um, for two people, it's super convenient. And for the third person, they're probably a child and you know, potentially not even doing their own. What laundry. are y'all doing with yeah. the space that would have been the laundry room in the kitchen? So, uh, basically, at this point, we had to move over the bathroom to take, and it took up two closets. So the bathroom moved into the closet area. We had to recreate a closet area, and then to create the other closet slash laundry space. So we're just going to keep everything the floor plan. Pretty much the same. The closet yeah. will stay in the spot. And I think for the most part, that's also the most cost-effective because we're not yeah. reframing it's a, it's several a, big sections. So yeah. I was talking with the the partner that I'm working with on. He's kind of the DC over doing, overseeing all the repairs. And he's like, oh, we're already in there. It's not work much more. And I'm like, um, that's still like a day worth of framing. Yeah. And so we're trying to keep the budget in, in tight because this is a burnout. Yeah, it's what, so it's down to studs. Yeah, oh, yeah. so it's actually kind of cool because you have these options to move yeah. walls and it still not be crazy expensive. And plumbing, like you know, he was like with the plumber, we're having to replumb all this anyway. So you know, yeah. split the difference. 
basically. But that said, it still is, I think, going to be more expensive to mm. do the other way. So Not I think, worth it. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. If nothing else, but just that aspect yeah. by itself. Well, at least half the people who look at it are going to say, <laughs> yeah. this is yeah, this true. right where this should be. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, I love this laundry off the master closet. How many people voted on that? Uh, it was about 30, wow. 30 or 40. So, so I mean, 15, it, it, 15. people are opinionated, you know. Yeah. But another thing, too, I was, I was just talking to a client, and they have a house we're looking at potentially selling that is kind of mid-century. It's kind of the front face doesn't have that typical Birmingham, you know, 40s, 50s look, and it kind of just has two roofs that kind of slant off, and it's very mm, I know what you're talking about. You yeah. know, mid-century-esque. Oh, yeah. It's a cool house. And I was just talking with them, and I was like, well – to be honest, I don't think the house has less value, but I think you have to realize your buyer pool is smaller. smaller. Yeah. Because there's certain people who will be turned off by that look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't imagine themselves in a house that's mid-century. Mm-hmm. There's some people who will love it. Yeah. And they're actually looking for that. Or they they don't necessarily they've looked at a lot of houses, but that was like, oh, this is kind of a cool characteristic mm-hmm. that I like. And I think it's interesting as you go through houses and there's things that will make people love it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. And there's these these subtleties and nuances split to levels. how split levels. Ooh, can't stand very them. divisive. Yes, I can't say literally them. and metaphorically. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have a split level. I and I hate level. split level. Well, yeah, mine's actually tri level. Yeah, you yeah, have a tri level. Yeah. Which yeah, one was your right. tri level? Our house in Wine Ridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Not a huge fan. Yeah. Well, we, it was when we had two under two. So, oh my God, really stairs not, just. All those stairs with the little ones are, is not good. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah. I had to build the way ours was. Did you have to build some auxiliary like fence like things to put the gates up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember how we did it, but we definitely had to get gates up and like. It's oh, dangerous. It's a nightmare. Yeah, man. it is. Yeah. I At guess they're short staircases it's but. nice maybe if you want your family to be like if they're teenagers or something and you want them to just like go downstairs or yeah. go away from the main area cool but, basements yeah those. that's true you know what i've noticed about tri-levels and yours your flip is the tri-level um yeah, yeah. they it's an amazing amount of space they can pack in to yeah. a, to a mm-hmm. i don't know what it is about the arrangement of that like yeah. But you're just like, you walk in them and you're like, this house is actually surprisingly Compared big. Compared to the outside, I would agree yeah. with that. So it's almost, yeah. So I think that is the interesting thing. Now, mine, you know, when we were looking Homewood, we had to make compromises. The tri-level was one of them. Um, but I kind of justified it because going up to the top steps was more open. It's not like, you know, those tri-levels that kind of have a narrow hall that mm-hmm. goes to the bedrooms. Like it's all open to mm-hmm. the bedroom area. So it felt not so closed off. Yeah. So that was number one. And there's also only four steps up to the bedroom. So it's level. not that crazy. Yeah. It yeah. still feels like the living space yeah. is pretty much on one level. And then the basement is kind of like a whole flight of stairs downstairs to the yeah. basement. So I can't stand it when you walk directly into the door and you've got your landing and then up down. or down. Oh, yeah. When you yeah. have to make a decision. Yeah, I, and- I can't. Like, I'm just going to stay right here. <laughs> this is my home now, the landing. No, I agree. I don't, I don't think I could own a home. And I don't think a lot of people like those. I, I don't. And yeah. I don't know why they built so many of them. There's a good, yeah, there's a good amount of I mean, of why? There. What were they doing? Yeah. There was one developer who was just like, this is the <laughs> this perfect- is our style. 
floor plan. <laughs> it's going to be the future. Trust I me. I want people to get the cardio in right <laughs> as they walk in the door. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you walk in, you've got a decision to make. <laughs> you got to go up or you go down. Red bill, blue bill. <laughs> That's what ours, ours is that, but then you can also go left and then you've got like, that's one of the levels is like just a little just to the left. Yeah. There's like mm. a little room that has great, uh, natural light and it's probably like, I don't know, 12 by 15 kind of <clears throat> open room. Right. Um, I think you would call this house like mid century modern style. I love it. Like I love a frames. Yeah. We'll never live in it. Cause Amy doesn't like that, but <laughs> yeah. What mama wants, she gets. Yeah. It'll be your like bachelor pad after the fact, you know. Like you guys yeah. are like you're just like we sh- we have our main home together, and then we just have our, our <laughs> it's secondary home yeah. where I can just. It works go in and... the mountains well. <laughs> yeah, oh, in the mountains, like... I agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for they sure. Do. We're not mountains people though. I'm a mountain so. person. I'm not a beach person. Some I think. Yeah, you're one of the other. I think. Yeah, Kelly what... loves the beach. I hate it. So uh, sand. Yeah, I like it. Like I went the other day, or the other day I didn't go. The other day, last time we went. There was this family, and they had a bunch of teenagers, and they let me play volleyball with them all. <laughs> <laughs> Grown man just playing volleyball with yeah, teenagers? Yeah, I was like, let's do this. Okay. I mean, it was the parents. The parents were playing. Like It was like this oh, okay, family, okay, like okay. their friends. Like yeah. It was, yeah. And you and didn't just walk up on a group of teenagers. No, 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 no. I want to play some volleyball. No, with like the parents were playing. Like I think they had some other couple friends. Like there was, It was a, just a big group, and so yeah. I was like, hey, can I play? No, it's not weird. <laughs> Let's just clarify. <laughs> but like to me, I could have done that yeah. all day. Yeah, but that's what that I, I love playing sports. I oh, love yeah. like, but yeah, just laying on the beach. Shoot me now. Yeah, just, I can do it for a day, but I can maybe I'm done after maybe that. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, you put enough beer in my hand, I can sit out there. <laughs> there's, there's a lot no of things problem. you can I, stomach. I can do a lot of things. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh uh, man, but yeah, it's. Just it's interesting the homes we have in Birmingham, different dynamics, different different layouts. But it goes back to value. I think I think to a degree, ranchers have really high value in this town. Oh, They're yeah. very I love my desirable. Ranch. Yeah, the ranch that I did have, I don't have one anymore. But it was nice. Everything's on the same level. I do. I mean, that's something. No steps with kids. Or, you know, or only steps to, like, the second level. Right, where you sleep for us, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for us, it's like, after we had that house with all the steps, because there was there were steps to get up to the um, main entry, and then you get in, and you're, you're either going up or down on steps. And uh, we figured out, like, with kids, this is a tough setup. Yeah. With small kids. <laughs> Which is a large oh, portion yeah. of the people looking for homes. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for that first home to like you're you're pregnant and you're out looking for your first home yeah, for the new baby, I would recommend staying away from that if you haven't thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> and I had a friend who Stay was selling his house. Yeah, and they they fell in love with the house they bought a long time ago. They tried to sell it. They actually decided not to, but um, but it was on the market for a while and. It had no backyard. So nice neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think it was a 4-3, what you would typically buy as a family person, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find a buyer. Or mm-hmm. I think if they dropped the price, they would have obviously found someone who made work. And But they got a discount on the front end, too. So they right. should And it was because the backyard. Yeah. There's no backyard. So thinking through those things of, like, is this a compromise I'm willing to make and will I'm okay with on the sale? So – Another thing back to my current house in Homewood, 
two things we compromised. Actually, three because one, I wanted a garage. That's not a huge compromise in Homewood. It's really hard to find yeah. a garage. But number one, it's close to the road. It is. We are we are literally one step away from Lakeshore, yeah. which is really busy road. Um, and then even a little bit further from the highway, we're removed from it, but still kind of close. So you still hear noise, especially in really? winter. Um, so number two is there's no master bath. Oh yeah. And those are two hmm. major compromises I, I had to make to, you know, afford this area. And I know that on the back end I can sell the house, but all the comps and all the things telling me that my house is worth X I just got to realize it's probably worth about thirty to forty thousand dollars less because of the lack of master bathing close to the road. You don't have any room to put anything in. It's pretty maxed out. No, it's. Out. I mean, it's the tri level. It's like I've thought so many different ways to re-round, rearrange that house, and I'm like, you not just got to knock it grand. down. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to start knock over. It <laughs> I'm on board. Let me know when that day comes. I'll be there to watch. <laughs> but it's funny, like my neighbor around the uh, around the street he actually just added on they went up mm. because they looked at trying to find a bigger house and homewood's so expensive they're like it actually makes sense for us to just build out this place it's interesting oh yeah because the land itself is i mean when i bought my house um the land appraisal was worth 160 and the building was worth 90. wow oh, wow <laughs> that's not good when it comes to taxes though right uh for, i'm for... not sure I don't know how that works. Well, you can't if it was a rental. Oh yeah, that's then, right. You can't do it for your own property. Yeah, yeah. Oh, depreciating yeah. the building yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. was, well, it is a rental. Oh, this is your new house that you're on right now. This is my current, so. yeah, okay. yeah, my current house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. I was like, well, we're definitely land rich, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Oh, old Mister yeah. Dutton over here. We're land rich in Homewood. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Oh man! I, uh, I, there was a sign that said, "We give up this. We give up space to live in this place because there's a lot of small homes in Homewood, especially yes. the Edgewood area. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's there's families living in three ones just to just to make it work. I'm man. good. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Count me out. Yeah, not us. Nope. Not us. Yeah, Y'all you can't fit in a land like a three <laughs> no. one if you wanted to. What's the smallest house? Because you got five kids. Yeah. What's the smallest house you think you could survive in? Like square footage and like room slash bedroom or bath um, <sighs> configuration. Well, we're in a four two, well, no four three right now, and uh, it's it works fine. It's like how many square feet? Twenty seven hundred. Mm, the twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred for the square for the house. I think and you have enough pairs, so there's really. Well, she's in a garage. We didn't count that. Though. Okay, so you're it's not about, counting it's close in to three thousand square foot with. Yeah, yeah. If you count the garage, okay. yeah. But you know, for the house, the main house, we're like twenty six hundred square feet and four three. I think we fit fine. I mean, if you, we've got a lot of stuff in the garage. Yeah. Like if you don't, you ain't, pop, you ain't parking in there. Could you no, do? Yeah. Could you do a three two two thousand square feet? Um, I think that would be, that'd be tough. I think we could do it if we had to. Cause you guys in a bedroom and then you have two other bedrooms if it was five kids. Yeah. If it was like a good ranch layout, like master wing over here, one, two over here, master bath, yeah. and hall bath that these share, I think we could do it. Everett just sleeps on a pull-out couch a, every night. Bunch of, we'd, have a, we'd have a bunch of bunk beds. Everybody's like, where's your bedroom? She's like, right here. Right here. You're sitting on it as we watch television. 
You get a bunch of bunk beds. Yeah. And the key is just not filling <clears throat> it f- with like toys and other yeah, yeah, junk. trinkets and stuff. We like, got the junk, that's for sure. Yeah, it's hard I, to stop I asked that, that question because like sometimes our house feels a little small. Like I'm like, oh man, I like a little extra space or whatever. But then I'm like, there are people who live in a lot less and oh, make yeah. it work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, just be blessed with what you have. It's so hard. Be content and just make it work. You yeah. know, do the best you can. And so... I just asked that because I feel sometimes cramped, and I have a 3-2, about 2,000 square foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've only got two kids. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my so. kids are small now, right now, too, yeah. though. So once they got big, there's no way we could Yeah, no, yeah. you can't be sharing bedrooms when they're no. Yeah, no, that's when you send them away to, like, uh, you know, education, like, exchange programs. Yeah. You're like, you're going to Italy this yeah. week, this oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm only 13. You're like, we're still going. See you later. <laughs> See ya. We need the room. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully this was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I love chewing the fat, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chewing the fat yeah. with the cash flow bros. Yeah. Cash yeah. Flow bros. That's it. Anyway, hope you all have a great week and uh, stay tuned as we continue this beginner series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to the market heating up in the in the spring. Yeah. Me too. As we put this flip on the market, I'm ready for it to heat up. Yep. Let's go. Let's crank yep. it. <laughs>